let's go with it. Let's roll with it. Appreciate everybody for tuning in to this thing. Uh, as it's early in the morning, I want you to grab your coffee still. It's Saturday, it's the weekend. You can know how this thing goes one way or another. We got to talk about this. We got to. Although it's like my what, fifth or sixth time talking about this all together collectively. But we're going to see how we can get things going in the right direction. Appreciate you guys. Tune in. Yeah. Man, I, I, I got to figure out what's going on with my Law Nation 2.0 page. Uh, YouTube did an update earlier, so I have to figure this out. But I appreciate each and every last one of you guys for tuning in. It's always a pleasure. It's always a plus. We may have to restart the stream. But uh, oh, well, let me see what I can do to get this thing going, man. Appreciate your patience, though. Appreciate your temperament work, working this thing out with me. Uh, but I, I must say, while I'm doing this on the slide right here on the fly, uh, I may have to drop this thing off right quick so that you guys won't be looking all up my nose and stuff like that. But grab your coffee. We're going to talk about this debate. Um, they, they, this pretty much on first take or what have you or, or uh, I guess ESPN show with Stephen A. Smith. Uh, you know how I like to bust them up and bring them out and see what they're talking about. Uh, also, uh, with that being said, this, this is going to be my first time seeing it. So, uh, you guys might have already saw the episode on first take, but, uh, it, it may be one of those things where it is, uh, it's showing online, uh, low nation 2.0. Let's see why it's not appearing online on my end. Let me see. It's showing offline. Hmm. And, oh, Murphy law. Oh, Murphy. Let me see if I can figure out what's going on with Murphy on this thing. But I appreciate each and every last one of you guys, man. Real talk, real talk, real dear Holyfield talk, man. I really appreciate you all. Let me see what's going on. Da, 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 da. Na, 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Come on, thing. It's one of those things, man. We're going to get this thing going uh, through hell and high water. Uh, appreciate you guys, man. I, I really appreciate you all, uh, especially. Uh, did y'all like that hook that came in on the first deal? <laughs> it's showing online, but I know for sure with my mind that I know that this is not online. Let me see if I can go another way. It got to be a better way to figure this thing out. All right, so we got... Ah. Guys, it's always a, a a hard work doing this thing. I ain't going to eat my lot to you when you try to do a, uh, a show like this. And all of a sudden, mm, appreciate you, Law Nations 2.0. It's showing live like 95. Okay, all right, sure, it's showing live. But I'm not able to see your comments. You guys know I love to see your comments opposed to 
to just watch this. Let me see. Showing active. Huh. Okay. All right, but it's showing active, but it's not giving me comments. That's okay. I see y'all now. I see y'all over here. Man, messing up the flow of everything. You see how to... Dog <laughs> uh, you. But uh, we're going to get this day going one way or another. Appreciate you all with the patience. Ari, was it Rio? Appreciate you. I see you on the scope over there, man. Appreciate you. It just seemed like it's a snap food with uh, one of my programs here. But we're going to get this thing going. Matter of fact, while you guys waiting, let's drop that beat around again. Let's go. Let's go with this beat. Mm. Let me know, Improv Beats, man. The link is in the, is in the description box. Five thousand watts. I see you, fam. Uh, let me know if you like this beat, man. Let me know if, you, if it's getting you right. Mm. <laughs> Let's go with it, Cowboy Nation. What way or another? for me fam make it for me all right let's get back to the thing man let's get back to the grind baby all right we got we got all of the uh the other stuff out the way appreciate each and every last one of you guys let's just go ahead and go with it uh based and due to copyright stuff i'm not able to show the video for uh first take or what have you but we can't go back and forth with the audio but you guys get a good look at Stephen a smith uh max and uh and Will, you guys can see him here, but let's go. You know, when Steve and I didn't predict that. Did they clinch the division with a win in Indy? Well, if they do get the win in Indy, then absolutely they clinch the division. But yes. will they do it? Will yeah, they beat Indy? The right. Question. I know what yeah. you meant. Um, you know, Molly, I got to tell you, I'm nervous. What I'm nervous to the extent for? that I don't know if the Cowboys <laughs> win this game. It doesn't make me nervous for how the season will turn out, whether or not they'll ultimately win the division, and how far they'll go in the playoffs. But this game, everything lines up for the Indianapolis Colts. Mm. Let's start with this. Number one, who needs the game? The Colts need the game. This is a must win for the Colts playoff hopes. The Cowboys, they don't really need it. It doesn't, yes, it, 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 it mathematically, it, it nominally wins them division. But well, let me tell y'all something right now, uh, whether or not Cowboys need the game, that's uh, Will Klain uh, is talking right now. 
We need every game. We need every game. We should want to win. You should not move your mind and move your thoughts into losing. Uh, having that defeat of mind it should never be in your category or thoughts. What the Cowboys need to do, regardless of the situation, we understand that Zach Martin is not in there. We understand that the fact that, that, that we kind of depleted a little bit on that offensive line. Ezekiel Elliott, yes, he's a young running back, and one can argue the fact that the fact that Ezekiel Elliott been been what 30, 40 carries last game or something of that nature. Would he need rest? Yes, but still at the same time, we haven't accomplished anything yet. We didn't win anything yet. So the main goal is to get out there and still work it out, regardless of the situation or the scenario. Dak Prescott, he's still developing. So whatever it may be, still throw him out there, regardless of the situation, and, and just have him to work on his reads, have him to work on passing the ball deep down the field, have him stepping up through his pocket, see if he can find little things to help elevate his game. I, I, I would never, never, never forget this. Uh, I was listening to something that, like a little small little excerpt about Tom Brady. There are things that you learn, believe it or not, in your career after certain situations, after certain reads and things like that. But the only time that you can get to that level, guess what? <laughs> you got to get out there and play. You got to. And, and it goes back all the way to the preseason. You remember this, guys. Everybody was saying, oh, man, the quarterback is okay. We're going to be all right, law. We don't worry about that. <laughs> I was, I was like, hell no. Nah. Throw the young quarterback out there. He haven't did anything yet. Let him play all five of these games or four of these games for the preseason and put his butt out there because he have yet to have that full offensive line. But what if he get injured? Hey, it's not about that. It's about him learning. <laughs> it's about him learning. If he's a young quarterback, he will find a way to bounce back. And then on top of that, he had no continuity, no rapport with those wide receivers. Remember, we had about 13 receivers out there. <laughs> we had receivers out of the galore. We had so many wide receivers out there that it was hard for anybody to, to develop anything with those receivers. But a lot of people were saying, like, no, you know. But neither here nor there. Let me see if I can pass forward for this little point. Let's go. Cowboys know something about that, that person. That nobody's talked about. He, he's, he, he's, a, he's a hell of a coach and has turned that Indianapolis defense around. Mm -hmm. All of it adds up to a game that I think Indianapolis has to win. And I'm afraid, Stephen A., they will win. I'm, um, I'm not afraid to tell you at all. It's I Stephen think you're a. right. Cowboys will lose this game. I think that Andrew Luck is going to go ballistic. Now, obviously, you've got a running back like Marlon Mack. Who's not, listen, you're averaging like 4.7 4 yards a carry, but here's the reality of the situation. When you look at the Indianapolis Colts, Andrew Luck is averaging 40 passes a game. He's throwing the ball 530 times, okay? He's completing better than 67% of his passes. He's going to put on an aerial assault. They've got the sixth-ranked pass in attack. Now, we look at Dallas's secondary, particularly the physicality that they exhibited against the New Orleans Saints, and that's a reason for us to sit up there and pause for a second. Until this reality comes staring me in the face, there is such a thing as fatigue. There is such a thing as heaving and catching your breath and wondering how the hell am I going to be able to sustain this pace that the Indianapolis Colts are going to throw in my direction. Because when you know that you got to rely on Andrew Luck, it's the hurry up offense, it's the no huddle offense, it's a combination of... So with that being said, Stephen A. Smith thinks with all of his mind, with all of his forehead power, that Andrew Luck is going to do what... Carson Wentz couldn't do. 
<laughs> and what Drew Brees couldn't do. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And, and he's going to get out there with the 40. Okay, well, he's going to get out there and he's going to command the Dallas Cowboys. He's going to outpace the Cowboys. He's going to car. He's going to galvanize and, and carve up the Dallas Cowboys defense. <laughs> hey, you must fail to realize a team that doing all that passing one dimensional. <laughs> he's talking about the team being one dimensional because they, they rarely run the ball. Okay. Barely or rally, whatever one you want to put into the into those uh, factors, there, it's not going to happen. Here's why, and and I'm yes, I'm saying it before the game is going about, and of course we already know the narrative. The I, I love the mainstream mega stream people because they always fit their narrative into whatever they want to talk about, right? And then once that narrative is broken, they 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 backpedal like Deion Sanders into a, another situation. But this is the thing. <laughs> In order for you to have that many passing attempts or what have you, whatever it may be, you got to have the ball. <laughs> T.O.P. You guys know what I when I say that T.O.P. Time of possession. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? You guys know what I'm talking about. It's called football rhythm, too. So the opposition, air, <laughs> even uh, uh, Drew Brees and uh, Carson Wentz, both of those guys. It, it's, it, it took away their rhythm. They are good throwers of the ball, I, I must admit. But you got to have the, uh, the rhythm out there. <laughs> yes, indeed. What's up, Roy, man? Shout out to you, man. And uh, Money Making Mall, Sheila. Shout out to you, Virginia Finest. Uh, Love and Aries. Appreciate you for tuning in to this thing. But, but it is what it is. Various things that you can throw into the equation, and I think Andrew Luck is the kind of player, the kind of passer, now that he's got his health back, that can really take advantage of some of the things that the Dallas Cowboys defense may throw in their direction. I think this is going to be one of those games where Dallas is going to put some points on the board, but so will the Indianapolis coach. I think to some degree it's going to be a shootout, and it's going to work against the Dallas Cowboys. I see the coach winning this game for the exact reasons that you said. There's an elevated level of urgency attached to them, they have more to. so than the Cowboys. they got to win this season. Is on the line. They threw it. They 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 wet the bed against Jacksonville for some inexplicable reason. Where they didn't score a point two weeks ago, but they came back and ended Houston's nine-game winning streak. I think they sweep Texas this season. They beat the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. It's a sweep because I also. <laughs> All right. So before Max Kellerman brings out his, uh, his his analogies and his points and things of that nature, let me tell you something. <laughs> for those who have the NFL game pass and have access to the NFL uh, ticketings and stuff like that or, or whatever it may be, you know, you probably can look it up on YouTube by this point. Go back and look at the Jaguars game and come back and report to me uh, and, and let me know how the coach were able to, uh, to, to, to put up points, <laughs> dare I say. But this is the thing, guys. Um, it's it, it's crazy to me um, how they think that that our defense is some type of defense just laid out, and and I understand that that people still have sold into their mind <laughs> that the Dallas Cowboys is the 2013 Dallas Cowboys defense or the 2012 Cowboys defense, or one can argue the fact that 2014 Dallas Cowboys defense where it bends but don't break, and and, and everything. <laughs> you guys saw the game the other day. Did you guys see the Kansas City Chiefs game versus the uh, Chargers? 
you remember, if you go back and watch that game, the very last play, there's a guy that plays for the Chiefs. He used to play it for a long time for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm talking about for a long time. And everybody was saying, oh, this is a good this is a good DB. He's a good slot cornerback. He plays well. And all out of the and not out of the day. The Cowboys should figure out a way to keep him. Orlando, my man, Skandrick. <laughs> I mean, it, it is what it is with that. <laughs> you look at that last play. And the Lando Scandrick, remember why I was talking about there's three type of people on this earth, the people that go out there and make things happen, a person that's go out there and also saying, hey, um, what happened? <laughs> and a person that's saying, hey, um, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a person to go out there and make things happen and a person to say, hey, what just happened? And then there's a person that's going around saying, okay. What is going on? <laughs> Orlando Scandrick is not a person that go out there and make things happen. Orlando Scandrick is a person that say, hey, what just happened? You see what I'm saying? Because there are things that's happening that's going on, and there's things that's, that's just going on, and then you just not knowing what the world is going on. Orlando Scandrick was out there saying, what just happened? And those are the type of person that you just don't want on your team, and the Dallas Cowboys don't have that in their secondary. I mean, the guy just sit there and watch the wide receiver catch the ball over his head, and he's sitting here like, oh. And I said, man, for 10 years, we were seeing that for the Cowboys Nation. We don't have that type of DB on our team. <laughs> it is what it is. Appreciate you, Sip the Truth, and thank those who are making the donation to help grow the nation. I see you up there, man. Who that is that made the donation to help grow the nation? Mr. Truckee, man, a little something to help grow the nation. Really appreciate it, man. The nation love the, uh, the, the the donations and all these things to help us out, but it is what it is. What's up? 6 a.m., Vice for President of the 80 Percenters, man. Shout out to you, man. He's in Cali. That's what I'm talking about. Hell no. Uh, Scandra <laughs> was always a liability yes ask the chiefs about that <laughs> also think the colts win this game primarily because they're at home and they need it more as will pointed out but also because you know we talk a lot about mvp today Stephen a and the name we've left off because of that bad performance against the jags a couple weeks ago is andrew luck but let's not forget how quickly these things can change. He's eighth in the league in QBR right now. Until Patrick Mahomes showed up, there was no one younger than Luck. His age or younger, we go, that guy's even more talented than Luck. He was the most talented guy in his kind of generation of quarterbacks, of the sort of like young middle-aged quarterbacks at this point. He is a special player, was considered a generational talent, has his health back, and we see what's happened. Right now, he's eighth in QBR. He has a couple good games. He could wind up third in QBR overall. His team could win his division. They could make a playoff run. I'm just saying he's on the outskirts of the MVP conversation. Mm -hmm. He is, as you would say, Stephen A., that special. And I think that's the real difference in this game. Oh, Dak is my. okay. He's a game manager who I Please. like because he's big on third down. I think you can win a Super Bowl like that. A game manager who's big on third down. He's better than Andrew Luck manager. is... <laughs> Oh, so Andrew Luck, he's better than a game manager, according to what Stephen A. Smith just lamented. And then on top of that, Max Kellerman is saying that he is a game management. So it's, it's, one of the, it's one in between the two right there. Also, with this being all this stuff that's been talking about, man, okay. So all of a sudden, now I, 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 give, it, I give him props. I give him props for the fact that he is, what, number two in touchdown passes, which is that's what everybody loves to see, touchdown passes and things like that. Now, keep in mind, their record is seven and six, but he's MVP. 
He's 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 the MVP. Uh, uh, not, not Amari Cooper, not my man number twenty one, but Andrew Luck. He's MVP. We will see. <laughs> Look, MV, he's MVP. We will see. Right, that kind of rhymes. But we will see come Sunday. The damn Colts better put. They better be looking so good out there. They better blow my Cowboys out forty to zero from all this energy that they trying to give put out there. And we will see. I love it. I, don't y'all hear this, Gilla Monsters? <laughs> Can you hear this? Can you hear this, Gilla Monsters? They saying that Andrew Luck, they already Vegas already got them a plus three, right? It, it might have went up to a plus four. They playing a home game. This is a game designed and set up for the Cowboys to get beat down, put down, and put under the grave. You see what I'm saying? With no dirt on it, but poured concrete upon the dirt. With no dirt, just concrete poured upon us. Now, I will say this, okay? If, if we get out there and we dominate, and that's without Zach Martin, that's without Joe Looney, whatever Joe Looney, without, without Zach Martin, with Joe Looney, without Travis Frederick, with Xavier, with a half of a shell of himself, number 77. If we go out there and we show any cinch of dominance, I declare and I demand and I decree for the ESPNs and the NFL networks to finally give us our props because we were out of these games for the last, what, ever since we were three and five. Oh, we have no chance. We have no, we have zero chance to beat this team. Look, we're supposed to be right now three, we're supposed to only have these three wins and everything else supposed to be losses, right? <laughs> we're supposed to be like three and 11 at this point. <laughs> Or it is what it is, but we we found a way. Cowboy Nation, for those who are out there, Boomer Sooners of the world, Mark, Mark, I see you over there, Croc, man, appreciate you, and uh, who else? L Train Forty Five, everybody, I, I I see you guys' names out there. Been rolling with the nation, never folded up like a weak lawn chair. Every day that I go live like 95, I see the same people in here supporting, rooting for this team, not snatching off the silver and blue like us. Uh, uh, who, who was that guy? Skip Bayless. Taking the jersey off and putting it in the trash can. Look, the real fans, we don't get close to no trash. We love our team regardless come hell and high waters. We would never touch. We would never take off all silver and blue and put it no near close to a trash can, right? Because that's how much love we got for this team. We still fighting. We've been here since 1995, not going nowhere. Ain't that right? Joel, just join on the periscope. Derek Wiggins, man, ain't that right? Ain't that right? We never, we never wavered on our team. We may have some reservations on a couple of players. We may have some reservations on the coaching staff. But that silver and that blue, baby, I'm telling you, we rep this team all the way. Ain't that right? We've been rolling with this team when we since we were three and five. And a whole hey Sheila. Sheila Neal, don't you know how good and how pleasant it is we will be when we finally get to that to that big dance. Boy, that'll be nice. And it's going to happen one way or another. But let's listen to these talking heads a little bit more. <laughs> is Dak? Not, yes. well, not this yes. year. But and not last year. All right. And, and, and Andrew Luck is an this, MVP Max. caliber player. Is it qualitative difference? Let, let's stay with this, Max, and you can expand on if you want. Uh, Dak Prescott is the second most wins in the NFL since he came into the league. 
Only Tom Brady has more than him. Everyone Facts. hear that? We married in on that. Facts, okay. yes. He's got 13 game-winning drives. Actually, I'm not going to come to you. I'm going to come to Will. Is he in the conversation for best young quarterback? And I'm talking guys like Mahomes are in that conversation. Jared Goff's in that conversation. You keep going. Um, Carson Wentz in that Carson, conversation? Yeah. Then the answer is yes. If Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, and matter of fact, you can throw Andrew Luck in there. I don't know if he qualifies as one of these young guys anymore, but you can throw Andrew Luck in there. Max has to use words like qualitative. Now, let me explain exactly what you're doing with that word, Max. You are pulling the ripcord on, on any fact-based debate. You are absolutely exempting yourself from evidence and statistics. When someone says, I like their talent, like you and Stephen A. often do when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, or qualitative, you don't want to go to quantitative. Come what on. quantitative means is, I've got every stat right here in front of me that says Dak Prescott is right there with Mah not with Mahomes with Wentz and Goff and the first three seasons of Andrew Luck now I have lived through the ups and downs oh I forgot Watson of Dak too Prescott. yeah well, throw Watson. Watson in there too yeah. Mahomes we're going to set aside for a moment because okay. we could be looking at the second coming of the greatest thing ever with yep. Mahomes okay but with these other guys I'll give you any passing statistic you want completion percentage go ahead, go ahead. passer rating QBR games with over 100 passer rating, and the most mm -hmm. important one of all, win-loss. You can have wins. You can have golf. You can have even the first three seasons of Andrew Luck. And Dak is right there, quantitatively, Max, right there. No, let's talk quantitative. Let's talk, let's talk before, quantitative. Before, before they get into those aspects of it, I already know the disclaimer that they're going to use, okay? They're going to say that the fact that Dak Prescott, He's only up there because of Ezekiel Elliott. And I can give him that a little bit, you know. But they're not going to mention the other pitfalls with the other teams, just like Carson. You take away his defense, you take away the three running attacks that he had last year, and you see the shell of himself who he is now. Of course, Carson Wentz can throw a better pass of the ball. I, I can agree with that. And then if you move over to, uh, I guess if you can sprinkle in the Deshaun Watson if I was to tell you guys, there's no way in life the way that he's playing that he's going to survive five or six years. There's, there's just no way. I, I love his skill set. I love his ability. But they just they just doing the man wrong. Now, straight naturally, a sure will, the determination. Deshaun Watson, he was able to put Clemson on the map. Although Clemson, shout out to those who, who love Clemson or what have you. But he was able to do that <laughs> just off for sure determination to will. And he is a good quarterback, uh, a young quarterback that can throw the ball just decent enough to put things in the right places. But the coaching, the coaching staff and the culture there is, is just hurting Deshaun Watson for a long, bigger picture time frame. Andrew Luck, of course, we already know that he's supposed to be the second coming of John Elway and beyond. But we already know that. Everybody have reasonings, but results are what matter, right? <laughs> the guy, he, he, he becomes a pretzel at times, and he folds up. And, and then also, he, he's not that clutch to me. <laughs> Andrew Luck is not that clutch. Sometimes that luck meter rolls out and runs out. And we will see tomorrow. We will see how he faces this particular defense. Of course, one can argue the fact that, okay, he just beat the Houston Texans. But guess what? 
guess what? <laughs> That's a divisional game, and everybody know divisional foes play each other differently. And let me move over to and, and trust me, I love, <laughs> I love money, money Pat Mahomes or Magic Pat Mahomes. He can throw off a off the off the back foot and and throw a throw a curveball and have the uh, right fortitude of his mind and the temperament of everything. He got the intangibles as well. He can he got pretty much everything that that's. When I look at Pat Mahomes, I'm looking at an Aaron Rodgers. I'm looking at a a a, a semi slower Michael Vick, <clears throat> but I'm lo- also looking at a a Joe Montana. I'm looking at a strong Brett Favre of an arm that he got. I look at all those things. He got all those weaponries too, as well. If you look at it, if you look at it from this aspect, the Tyreek Hill. One can argue this: there's no ball that you can throw out there, for Tyreek Hill, that he can't get up under. I'm not trying to use this as an excuse, but when Dak Prescott overthrows uh, Michael Gallup or what have you, if you used to insert Tyreek Hill, I guarantee you with every dollar that I got that Tyreek Hill going to go get that ball. <laughs> that brother right there, he like, looked like a Ninja Turtle little short, I don't know, just look crazy out there with that big neck and those little bitty legs that be running. Man, Tyreek Hill is, 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 is made up. He's a creative player. You know how when you create a player and you give him 99 speed, Somehow that's broken, and he got a hundred speed. <laughs> he's a he's just a weird type of running running back slash slot receiver slash wide receiver. I don't know who he is. He he's a creative player. You give me that, and then also you give me Travis Kelsey, man. <laughs> but I'm not discounting Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is a nasty guy, man, who can get out there and just flick his wrist, <laughs> and the ball travel 30, 40 yards, and he could pass a hundred yard pass just off his back foot almost he he it's it just phenomenal and i and i love his skill set but keep in mind guys just keep in mind with this this is the first year nobody don't have tape on pat mahomes wait for his second and third year let's see how he plays again in the cold weather well, let's look at all these things let's put all these things together before we crown pat mahomes as the best and it's the best thing since sliced bread. And we already know what Dak Prescott's faults are. <laughs> going through his progressions, going through his read, not able to step up through his throws and things like that. But there's no other quarterback that's in this league right now since 2016 got more rushing touchdowns than Dak Prescott. <laughs> I mean, and then the sure wins about the way that he got 30 wins within these three years. <laughs> there's nothing to just, just sneeze on. But let's go. No, he's not. He came into the league, and I, I'm a Dak supporter, as I think you know, from the from the first preseason Actually, game. I don't Who's know that? that? I like the way <laughs> I, I like the way the, I like the cut of his jib from the first preseason game. Whoa! In fact, Will, when you were arguing that they should keep Tony Romo, I was saying, nope, Dak is the guy. This guy is, as I said, by the way, a lot like Brady and Russell Wilson. You have to keep your eye on guys who are called early on game managers, particularly who are big on third down, particularly who play well with the chips on the line. That's why I'm pro Dak. But you just called him a game manager. It's a little bit of an... But, but, right. But it's a little bit of an... up. That's not a dirty word. It's a little bit of an uphill battle here for Dak. And a great word, though, Max. It's not not a great two-words game manager. Well, I just applied it to Tom Brady and Russell Wilson earlier in their careers, and then they became much more than that. But early on, they also won on very good teams. Dak Prescott has had a great offensive line in front of him for most of his career. He's had a great running back for his entire career. He's had a good receiving core. Now, that's what the Did quarterback is responsible going to start talking for. He's not about responsible that? for the defense. Oh, he had a good receiving core. Come job on now. Easier. Let, let me but just it's not stop his fault. The defense right. was Max, can I interject bad, to ask you a question? 
let me let me let me pause and pump the brakes a little bit okay all right so if you insert i guess jason garrett into 2000s uh, uh let me see 2000 if you insert jason garrett to the patriots do they win any of those three super bowls let me know i'll sit and wait if you insert and you switch bill belichick to, to the Dallas Cowboys in 2000. Let's say Dallas Cowboys in 2016 and beyond have Bill Belichick. Do we go to the Super Bowl? Do we go to the deep down into the playoff with, with Dak Prescott? If you were to change, uh, what's the coach in Seattle Seahawks? Uh, I forgot his name. You guys help me out. Let me see what we got over here. Let me see what actions we got over here in the chat box. Shout out to Esco is real appreciate for making a donation to help grow the nation man dropping the 20 dub up in here man appreciate you fam thank you for that and also uh who else we have over here on the law nation page man i see somebody made a donation to help grow the nation over here uh who we got man post your name and went away if you made the donation man repost your name so i can reach you out man appreciate you man um what's the coach name uh pete carroll Think about this now. Pete Carroll always been a coach that took his team to the playoffs and took his team to the uh, to the Super Bowl. If you think about this, the 1997 um, Patriots, that was a Pete Carroll-led team. <laughs> and then he went to the college league or what have you, and he went and made his team go all the way deep into the USC. I think they won a championship or something like that. I could be off. And then also when he took when he went back to the Seattle Seahawks, he always been a, a plus ten or more type of coach. So he's a great, excellent coach. He's surrounded. He know how to elevate his players to the right positionings. If you was to interchange any of those coaches with Jason Garrett, do Jason Garrett take those Patriots team to the Super Bowl or deep? down into the playoff i will sit and wait and do jason garrett take the seattle seahawks to the super bowl and beyond or what have you i will sit and wait no so i'm not dogging jason garrett because i you know he is our coach and we ride the horse we roll in with okay but you got to look at the entire picture and i know sometimes espn is hard to see the picture when you are in the frame but this is the thing let me put you guys in the right frame of mind to be the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, you got to overcome the fickle fans that we got, For first and foremost. You got to overcome the, the the fan base that still want uh, Troy Eggman to throw the football. And they still want Roger Starback to throw the football. And they still want, you see, Tony Romo to come out there and play. You got to overcome the national media for being on every single platform talking about the Silver and Blue Nation. You just got to overcome that BS first, right? Then on top of that, you got Jerry Jones, who we all love who's always going to be in the interviews who always going to be pumping up and talking and bumping his gums and you got to overcome jerry jones ego you got to do that playing for the star silver and blue you got to do that then on top of that these are not excuses trust me these are not excuses these are just facts <laughs> these are facts that you got to put into uh, to certain contexts you got to put these facts in certain contexts then on top of that you got to worry about roger goodell we just saw Ezekiel Elliott get fined $27,000 for lowering his helmet. And we got Carryon Johnson, who lowered his helmet, actually knocked the wind out of Jeff Heath, scored a touchdown, and not nobody uttered a word. <laughs> wasn't no ladder, wasn't no like, hey, Carryon Johnson, he lowered his helmet, used the crown, of, used his helmet as an actual weapon, and we never heard a word of it. But people out here, 
And, and then on top of that, what? The catch, no catch. Four years later, they say, oh, hey, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Dez actually caught the ball. <laughs> Look, ruin. Ruin the legacy of Tony Romo. Tony Romo could have went into Lambo and beat the Aaron Rodgers, the, the nature boy. Woo! Aaron Rodgers that he is. He could have beat them and elevated his career, elevated the Cowboys franchise of coming back, beating them, and actually get a chance to play the Seattle Seahawks and beat them down again and get to the Super Bowl to ultimately get him a ring. But it, it is what it is. I know some people are going to say, oh, man, the defense would have choked out or Tony Romo would have found a way to choke regardless of da-da-da-da-da-da. But those are the parameters that we got to face that no other team in the National Football League got to figure out a way to, to overcome. No, all they got to do right now is just lace them up and play. Just like Big Ben Roethlisberger. Nobody talk about, talk about the fact that their defense was just world-class and Jerome Bettis of the world was running that rock. But everybody say, okay, hey, Big Ben got him two Super Bowls. <laughs> and, and you know what's remarkable to me? Everybody know it, right? Everybody know that Eli Manning is trash. That's why they don't really bring it up like that. He got two Super Bowl rings. <laughs> but nobody brings up the Eli Manning. They, cause they know for sure when they start bringing up those points, they say, hey, that, 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 that defense was something special, right? That running attack, although it wasn't top, but it was something special about that running attack with that big boy, Brandon Jacobs, and all those guys, right? But I digress. We're we going to listen to some more of uh, Kellerman. I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys for tuning in to the nation. Uh, don't forget to hit that like button. I really appreciate it. We got to get to 100 likes. We got to get to the 100 likes. Superman, Batman, appreciate you, man. Thank you for tuning in. And Mr. Truckee, really appreciate you, man. Thank you guys for the making those donations. Just for clarity purposes yeah. on Dak, just to ask you a question yeah. for clarity purposes. The reason why I interjected yeah. is because even though you said the game manager about Tom Brady and those guys, you were talking about it in an isolated bubble, meaning a season. Whereas with Dak, you're also on the record no. talking about because of the game manager, you said you wouldn't pay him looking ahead. Right. No, no, no. You, you said all of no, that. Well, there are, there, look, okay, good. There are levels to this. In okay. other words, we'll guys can levels. evolve past game manager big on third down. Russ, Tom Brady certainly did. He got a little too much credit early, and then he actually became even better than what it looked like he'd be early. Same thing with Russell Wilson. Kind of, well, he's a good enough quarterback on a great team. It's not really him. But then he, it was like the self-fulfilling prophecy. He became that. Maybe Dak can do that, too. Maybe he can become that. But what he is right now is the tw of all qualifying quarterbacks, it's 31 out of the 32 qualify to be on the QBR list. He's 22, 53.8. That's, you know, low average if you're 22. Mahomes is number two. Goff is number 10 at 68.1. Wentz is number 12 at 65. Deshaun Watson, 60.2. Wait a minute. Wait I hear you. Okay, you're so that's your But you're only using right. Why are you sure. only using this, this season? season. Oh, oh, my, oh, my God. Yes, what I was talking about. Oh, just about to go. This is my first time listening to this little excerpt anyway. But I wanted, I was going to say, oh, so you're just going to take this particular season. Now, I wish they, if they, since they want to do transposing of numbers and since they want to calibrate numbers, I wish that they can just transpose the calibrations of these particular numbers as it relates to when Amari Cooper was inserted for the Cowboys. And look at those particular QBRs. I'm going to have to pull it up a little bit later down the line because I just don't have the time to do that right now. But I'm telling you right now, Look at the weapons that Dak Prescott had to throw to before Amari Cooper was here on the team. I will sit and wait. And I heard some people, and I wish I could pull this up, and they were saying that when Aaron Rodgers was going through his little pitfall, they were saying, well, Aaron Rodgers don't have nobody to throw to. And I was sitting there like, what? 
You talking about Aaron, the bad man. Rodgers don't have nobody to throw to. Look, I know some people that will kick a lot of people using Vach Lombardi words off the bridge to have a Cobb on our team or to have the uh, the Adams kid and to also have the, uh, the, 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 the what's that? What's that tight end name? Help me out. I think his name is Graham, right? <laughs> Jimmy Graham. Is that his name? But they was making up all type of excuses. You guys go back and watch the uh, 49ers game versus the uh, Green Bay Packers. Oh, my goodness. Aaron Rodgers had to barely. It took him hell and hot water. He took It took him forever in the life to beat the 49ers, to beat that trash of an organization team. And then all of a sudden when he came back and won, it was like, oh, the great. The wonderful Aaron Rodgers. But the reason why Aaron Rodgers is not passing today because he don't have any outside weapons. They took away his best friend. <laughs> but I'm not. I know I'm going to get a whole bunch of segment of people saying, Law out here talking about Dak Prescott is better than Aaron Rodgers. No. What I'm saying is, I'm going to go back to this. And I, and I brought home to this, uh, I brought this up, and a lot of people's like, wait a minute, you can't say that. But I, when I pull it out, I said, Alan Hearns, undrafted. Deontay Thompson, a seven or eight round, or seven round draft pick or undrafted. And uh, <laughs> uh, Michael Gallup at the time, he wasn't even been in a, in a rotation for the first two or three games. He wasn't even in the rotation. Uh, Cole Beasley, undrafted. But I was putting, I was trying to bring home the fact that everybody was saying that look. Come on, law. These guys are in the NFL, and they start bringing up and, and Antonio Brown and all those guys. They say, like, look, he was a six-round. It's not the same, fam. But you were expecting Dak Prescott to do things that, that – Deontay Thompson, Allen Hearns, of course, he had one good year for the Jaguars. But these guys are just journeyman players. And shout-out to Allen Hearns. I don't want his mama to call up here and say, ah, oh, you know, my son is great. Yes, he is great, but he got to have some weapons around him as well. You move Allen Hearns into the inside, he can work wonders. <laughs> but he's not an outside X receiver. He was never that out there in Jaguars land. And then if you add the fact that these tight end play – all these guys, <laughs> from everybody, the, the tight end is the third hardest position to learn in the National Football League. And they thought, the Cowboys organization thought that they're going to roll out here with Rico, who was playing basketball three, four years ago. And then they thought that, uh, that the Schultz kid, who couldn't even, he wouldn't go back and look. He wasn't even on the active man roster. And then they also had Jarwin and Swain. They said, okay, we, what we going to do, Cowboy Nation? We're going to expect Ezekiel Elliott to beat the eight and nine man front. And we're going to expect all of these subpar wide receivers and a developing quarterback to be able to get open and hit these open receivers. <laughs> and we're going to win some games, man. Who believed in that? Anybody in the chat box thought that we had a chance with those wide receivers without Amari Cooper. Raise your hand. Let me know. <laughs> and everybody said, Oh man, the quarterback is trash. You give any other quarterback those set of weapons. Trust me, there's going to be a lot of close games and a lot of balls that bouncing off the body of the receivers. Of course, we had Tavon Austin. Yes, he was cool. But guess what? He was the web back, and he wasn't even on the snaps for more than 30 or 40 snaps. He wasn't out there if you had those three or four games that he was healthy in. <laughs> it is what it is. Shout out to you, Oliver. Shout out to you, Tony. Thank you for tuning in to this thing. He says, Tony Rules, appreciate you, man. Hey, you got to love your name, right? 
And also what we have over here, Matthew, DJ Cobbs, Robert Rogers. Man, what's good, man? Thank you guys for tuning in. Jay Jones, what's up? Somebody been listening to Hanging with the Boys. Laugh out loud. Shout out to Mama Hearns. Yes. <laughs> Don't want her to give me a call. Man. <laughs> uh, what's up, Steven? What's good, man? Hello. Hello. Emmanuel, thank you for tuning in, man. Hey, he said, not me. <laughs> he knew that we didn't have a chance without Ari. <laughs> it is what it is. Rue, what's up, man? Thank you for tuning in. Rue. Glock, Kelvin Milton, what's up? This station is turning into a DAC defender, just like Mark Holmes. Kelvin, what do what do I supposed to say? How can we discount 30 wins? That's all I'm trying to say, Kelvin. Look, I'm telling you right now, Dak Prescott, Kelvin, got so many things that he got to work on. But at the end of the day, would you rather have uh, Matt Castle as the Dallas Cowboys quarterback right now? I was sitting wait. Would you rather have a Brandon Whedon right now? I was sitting wait, uh, Kelvin. Because according to a lot of people, those guys are, are a better thrower of the ball than Dak Prescott would ever be, right? And then on top of that, if you add in this right here, a lot of people, a lot of people, and I let them talk their cash money, that they said they would rather have Fitzpatrick right now. <laughs> Trust me, Ryan Fitzpatrick, yes, he had some good games, but he, he don't even hold a candle to what Dak Prescott can do. And this is not me homering this thing up. I was telling everybody, wait till it get cold. Wait till the decision making needed to be happened. We've seen this uh, flash in the pan with Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> That's why he's a journeyman. That's why he's been on several teams. Boog Thomas, what's good, man? Shout out to you, man. Yes, yes, we're going to have to talk about it, fam. 17 and 12 since his first season. 17 and 12 since he said, this is Dak Prescott. Give me that. Give, still give me that. Still give me that. <laughs> Let's listen to what they have to say, though. On, on golf, wins, Dak, Watson, Luck, I gave you three years of their career. Why are you only using this season? By the way, well, we also know this season has been a tale of two stories with Dak. Those stats don't look like no. that after you add Amari Cooper. Go over the last because, five games. Is sure. he 22nd in QBR? Sure. If Dak, sure, if Dak has Ooh, a great offensive line and an excellent receiving core and a great running back and a great defense, yes, he benefits. <laughs> I, I know you guys tired of me stopping this, but Mac, uh, Max just got put in a body bag by uh, Will Kane about that because Will Kane just said what I just echoed, and this is my first time watching this show right now. But this is the thing. This is the thing right here uh, uh, about what this guy is saying. If Dak Prescott have a, you know, the top of the offensive line, but this that old saying needs to be gone. <laughs> Because right now, there's no Travis Frederick and there's no left guard. And we already knew for the Saints game that there was no Tyron Smith. That's 60% of your offensive line gone, fam. So you can take that argument and throw it out the window. Dak still find ways to win the game. <laughs> and now tomorrow, that's why, in a sense, tomorrow, tomorrow, in a sense, I'm glad that, that we can now see this offensive line play and and they can take that excuse out because Zach Martin will not be there of course and, and I'm not saying that I'm proud that Zach Martin is not going to be there I'm glad the fact that he's getting healthy so there's going to be no Zach Martin no Travis Frederick no left guard because all these guys that's in those spots are going to be backups right and Lyle Collins who is a guard playing tackle is going to be out there and of course Tyron Smith that's the only two that you got and if we go out there and we, we show any sense of domination, boy, I'm going to light these guys up like a Roman candle. Let's go.
benefits from which that. Which quarterback doesn't need that kind of stuff? Tell but, me but, which quarterback well, doesn't no, need weapons in an offensive line. There, there are others who would shine with less than Dak. There are, I mean, there are others who could do more We're with less than Dak. I think anymore. everyone knows this. Let, let me address who? your Break point about his career. He had a great rookie season. Will, what's the issue with him? Did he regress? He did in his second year. He regressed. I mean, you, you were talking about it. He did. And now this third year. And now he's back up again. This third year, this third year with everything around him, he seemed to stabilize as a good, so far, middle-of-the-pack quarterback. Low middle this year. Like, that's just what it is, quantitatively. If Not you over the last five games. Over the last five games, Dak Prescott has completed 72, 68, 70, 85, and 77 percent of his passes since Amari Cooper has arrived, with the exception of the first right. game with tennis, against the Tennessee. He threw for Titans. 455 yards last week. Right. Yeah. In other words, when, and he, by the way, and he missed a lot of reads and a lot of throws. When you give him every single thing, of course, he becomes one of the better quarterbacks because he's not incompetent. Just, but not, it takes a lot I, listen, around that. I think that I'm very realistic. By the way, I'm an Eli fan. Same thing with Eli. I, you know, like, go ahead, Will. Let's go, Will. Go ahead, Go ahead, go ahead. I, I can't make this stuff I, just up. I, I think I'm very realistic about Dak Prescott. I've lived through mm. the ups and the downs. But here's the thing, Max. The things you point out about Dak actually happen with every quarterback. Carson Wentz misses receivers wide open down the field. It isn't a topic the next day. Jared Goff misses receivers, throws four picks, takes a ton of sacks. And we're not talking about reevaluating Jared Goff's career. But with Dak, every miss, including me, we live it with our emotions up and down. With Dak, it's something else. You're doing something else. You're not doing with other quarterbacks. Look. I don't understand when the people say, do you want to make the trade for dog? <laughs> this is like a, the, 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 the crassest way, the, the low-hanging fruit talk track that anybody can say. And it shows so much of the intelligence and the level of knowledge that anybody got out there. When you say, hey, well, would you like to trade Dak Prescott for golf right now? Would you take golf? Come on now. Would you take, would you take Carson Wentz for golf right now? Or would you take Carson Wentz for Dak Prescott right now? Come on. Those guys, when you go back to evaluations, you can go to NFL.com forward slash scouting review. And you type in that aspect and you can pull up the charts and the metrics and the score and the grades of the quarterbacks or what have you. And it will show you the breakdowns of these are the elements that the quarterback needs to improve on. And these are the elements that the quarterback can do. These are the things that we saw that, 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 that this is the, the pathway and the direction that he can become and all this stuff. Right. But you got to also understand too, that Jerry golf in this particular system, it might work, but then again, it may be terrible. You got to understand that they don't have the same coaching staff. <laughs> Jerry Goff in this system can look like the the, the, the rookie year of Jerry Goff's career when he had uh, what's the guy named Fisher? What's the coach name? Fisher. I've got his first name. Uh, he can look like that. <laughs> it's all about how can the coaching too put put things in the right direction to put things in the right view of things so you got to look at the total body you just can't look at the quarterback and say okay he would be this type of quarterback if we were to have a Carson Wentz or if we were to have a uh, a Jerry Goff or a Deshaun Watson you just would never know it's all about that but it is what it is yes the quarterback is average but good good, good god even an average quarterback Got 30 wins. How about that? You can't discount the wins.
Jeff Fisher, including, yeah, by the way, you, man. this thing about having help. I, say Derek I don't Fisher, know who yeah. has. Honestly, I don't know who has more help right now than Pat Mahomes. Who has better weapons than Pat Mahomes? Does Jared wait, Goff okay. have a great wait, 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 hold up, hold Molly, up. Let me, let me, no, yeah. no, what let me say something. the world is Molly talking about? You're not putting Dak in the same conversation. If it's just, it's Mahomes and then everybody else, right? You think, think Dak Mahomes, is as good as Mahomes? No, I think Mahomes is the best young quarterback in this league. Okay, there is just very making little sure. But what I'm attacking is let's the go, argument let's used against Dak. It's not used with anybody else. Yeah, the argument is always going to be used against Dak. But I would love to see a game. A Pat Money, Pat Mahomes, without a Tyreek Hill, without a Travis uh, Kelsey, whatever his name is. And I would love to see that. And then, of course, we saw the fact when they took away Kareem Hunt that they're rarely, barely winning these games right now. So we would like to see those set of weapons gone. And I'm just not trying to hate on Pat Mahomes. He can throw every ball out there, yes. But there are some things that I'm looking at when I see young Pat Mahomes, especially against the L.A. Rams, passing those three or four interceptions. Yes, he got the arm talent. But if you think about this, that that Tyreek Hill, like I said before, those passes that Dak Prescott overthrew for uh, uh, Gallup, Tyreek Hill catching those. I can guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that. These other quarterbacks okay. that we lost, Just they have weapons, sure they have protection, like and, and they still miss the throws. Will, well, I'm yeah. going to trade you Jared Goff for, for Dak Prescott. Are you saying yes or no? I'm going to say no. That's right. You're no. insane. I will trade I'll you trade Deshaun you, Watson oh, 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 for Dak Prescott. I'm going to trade you Jason Garrett for Sean yes or no? How about that deal? I'll trade you Jason Garrett <laughs> no for Sean McVay. <laughs> that's that's right. a good point. Yeah. No deal. But, in a, but quarterbacks ultimately are a product also of the coaches they play for. Would Dak be better off? Might he not have regressed as far? May he have even improved over his rookie year had he had a great coach? Maybe. We don't know that right now, though. We We're do know what that. what we actually have. It's called what, we have it's called, Dak is a guy. It's called what we call actuals. <laughs> Kellen Moore is a rookie quarterback coach. Who played quarterback, of course, yeah, in the National Football League. But there's there's nobody on God's green earth that's going to tell me that Kellen Moore's skill set is relevant to Dak Prescott. Kellen Moore was not a scrambling quarterback. He was not a guy that can get out of the pocket to throw balls as well. And then on top of that, Kellen Moore, he may just become the next Bill Belichick. But right now, this is his rookie year of coaching somebody in game time situations. To me personally, the Dallas Cowboys should went out there and got a veteran quarterback to put into this, into this locker room, a veteran who can sit back there, who can tell Dak Prescott in game time situation, this is the thing that you need to do. And then your foot mechanics and your footwork, you need to work on that. Because I can tell you right now, when I watched Kelly Moore film, he didn't slide his feet in the pocket. He looked like he was going through his progression slow. So you mean to tell me that when I look at Kelly Moore's tape and I look at Dak Prescott tape, because Kelly Moore, you go back and look at his film, he got sloppy feet. His feet are stuck on the ground. He do not. He's not elusive enough. Now, of course, now he goes through his progression just a slight hair better than what a Dak Prescott can do. But his arm talent is very diminutive, and he's just not a guy that you can just sit back and say, "Well, it's Kellen Moore. He's going to elevate Dak Prescott' career because he's going to be the next passing quarterback guru." No. <laughs> It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen, Cowboys Nation. Jerry Jones should be ashamed of himself of hiring Kellen Moore with all of this cronyism and all of that other stuff that's out there, nepotism that you can put all into one. Jerry Jones is a problem with that aspect. If to me, 
There's no salary cap as it relates to coaching or what have you. Jerry Jones should open up that billion-dollar wallet that he got and reach out there and bring in some of the greatest and brightest minds to help out this young quarterback. But I, dig I digress because a lot of people are only going to look at the aspect of Dak Prescott is trash and he can't go through his progression, can't go through the reads, but they're not going to go to where he needed to help them have those developments at. You just look like, look like this guy. Look at this. If you got a son or a daughter, you got kids that you want to put them into the proper schools. You just don't take them to the uh, the public school and expect the public teacher to elevate them. No, you go out there and you got the cachet, you got the money. You're going to find those private schools. You're going to find their private tutoring. You're going to find those teachers that elevated people and put people in the right places and things like that in their life and careers. And then you're going to help groom and blossom that talent. But you're not going to expect the public school teaching to do that. Of course, yes, some of that falls on the, on the actual individual kid to have the ability and have those traits to learn. But also, it, it also relies on the parent to put them in right positions and placings. <laughs> those who out there knows, you guys know, sometimes you have a natural gifted student, just like a Pat Mahomes who was a natural gifted student. But also, one can argue the fact that Andy Reid. He's a good coach. He know how to develop quarterbacks. <laughs> but I look, I'm not going to go into this thing anymore further, man. Let's go ahead. You wouldn't. I mean, of course you take golf for him. But of what's frustrating me Watson about your They're point is that him. it's inconsistent with the point that you made earlier this week when you were talking about paying Dak Prescott. You didn't just look at this season. Right. You talked about the three-year career that he has had. You based it on mm -hmm. what you saw, and you were making the proclamation that he wasn't worth making that kind of investment in him. In the you specifically yes. said if he's a mid-level quarterback. So be it. But yes. then when we challenged you about the game manager position that you called him, you said that's not a bad word. Well, it is bad. No, it would be I'm bad saying. to Dak Prescott <laughs> if you're saying to him, you're a mid-level quarterback. You're not much more than that. We're not projecting you to be more than that. This is what you're going to be limited to. You said your position well, seems to be inconsistent I, with Dak Prescott. Oh, that's all I'm it, saying. It is, consistent, it is consistent, but I think that's a good line of inquiry on your part. Mm. It, but I'll show you why it is consistent. I'll explain. Talk to me. Game manager is not a dirty word. You can win Super Bowls as a game manager. But if all you are is a game manager, you need a lot around you. And therefore, you can't be paid as more than a game manager. You have to be paid what you are. Russell Wilson, Tom Brady started out as good game managers and ended up as, in Brady's case, the GOAT, and as and in Russell Wilson's case, a future Hall of Famer. They became more than that. They developed. Maybe Dak could also develop in that way. But at this moment, you can't say that. At this moment, what you can say is he's mm -hmm. a game manager who I like because he's, I think he's good on third down and under pressure. I like the cut of his jib. Therefore, and I want to keep on the line. Him, but to a middle-class contract. Get on. Yeah, All right, yeah I agree. To <laughs> a middle-class contract. He needs I, a lot around him. Game right, manager is right. a little bit of a before Molly get to talking, but this is the thing. And shout out to Molly, man. I'm not hating on her, but what have you. But sometimes you got to bring in something to the table to even be validated, to even take and open up your mouth. You got to bring in something, <laughs> you know, but it is what it is. Neither here nor there. Uh, this is the thing. This is the thing. Before I go into this thing right here, 18 to $22 million is the range that I think that Dak Prescott should declare or or, or or would like to have. I, I do know that people are going to say, wait a minute, Dak Prescott is better than Carr, so he should get equivalent, at least $26 million. Somebody can bring in those facts and things like that. But if this team really want to blossom at that positioning, 
Jerry Jones should step up and approach to, to, to actually Dak Prescott and say, hey, look, are we about hardware or are we about getting the money now? The money is going to be there. There's going to be more Pepsi commercials and Adidas commercials for you playing with the star on the side of your helmet than you going to some other obscure team like the Jaguars. You see, so with that being said, I know it's hard. We already know the salary cap increased to about four to five million dollars. That puts a lot of money. I'm talking about a lot of money on everybody's plate, which is cool. But if this team really, really want to take advantages of these situations, because Dak Prescott right now is getting 700000 right, a year. And, of course, we don't know the collective dollars that he's getting as far as the advertisement. But it's got to be a little bit more than, than that 700000 I can argue that. I think a Pepsi commercial might be chilling out 2 to $3 million for him to even have that platform. So, to me personally, Jerry Jones need to figure out a way to craft over this salary cap situation and let players know that when you put that silver and blue on, you get more advertisement dollars. But I do know that everybody going to say, hey, wait a minute, why you want to give the brother? Why the brothers always should take a discount? Look, if you go back and look at the uh, Tom Brady's of the world, he's only getting paid 14 to $15 million a year. And I know that Tom Brady got a full body of work and he got money coming in from his lady and everything. And, and he got selling apparel at the uh, stadium, which is supposed to be illegal, what have you, but neither here nor there. What I'm saying is if this team really wants to win long-term man, 18 on the low end to 22 million, maybe you can match dollar for dollar for what car is getting. But and that's to be inflated a little bit because they raised and increased the overall salary cap. So what 18 million feels like should be now 20 million and what 22 should be like at least 24. But we, we, we could talk about that during the offseason, what have you. But the thing is, if the Dallas Cowboys smart and wise, they'll figure out how to go ahead and settle that right now. And then they'll start looking at the Ezekiel Elliott contracts of the world and figure out because we got over 62 million. We got a lot of money next year, so we're going to have the money, but we got to figure out how to go ahead and stump out those fires before it becomes too late. The longer you wait, the more money you're going to have to pay. That's just the bottom line. Trigger word for some people. Have have different takes on I just don't know what you want to do with all these stats. It's just like... Uh, we know. We got we got your numbers. How about, let's, let's go to you to talk about something other than the Cowboys. Is that cool? Sure. Okay, good. So go the ahead. Chargers pull even with the Chiefs well, on top of the AFC... That was the end of that. I didn't know they were going to move off from that conversation. So I'm going to open up the Q&A. I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys for tuning in. The friendly neighborhood Blue Shield uh, made the donation to help grow the nation. He says $20 million, not, not more or nothing less for Dak Prescott. Twenty million. Look, you can if you're Jerry Jones. You know the guy can sell you the moon is made of cheese. If you fly up there to the moon and you say, "Hey, wait a minute, it's just a rock," then that's on you, right? Jerry Jones got to pull out those type of tricks and say, "Okay, look, 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 Dak, look. <laughs> Let's be real with you, man. We drafted you. We had faith in you at the fourth in the fourth round." Now, with that being said, you had the greatest. I'm talking about the best rookie season of all time. And then Roger Goodell put his hands up, you know what, and he, he took away our weapon, Ezekiel Elliott, last year, and we went 9-7. You were still able to get to nine wins. As a young quarterback, that's cool. Then also this year, you, 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 we had eight wins. Now there's 30 wins within three years, which is cool. Let's just give you this $20 million. You're making 700000 I don't know how your math is, guys, but if you give a young guy $20 million opposed to 700000 that is life-changing. <laughs> that is life-changing. And then on top of that, 
we can say this right here, the Adidas commercials, the Pepsi commercials, and whatever else that you do out there far as with the Dallas Cowboys logo, shield, or what have you. I got you. I got you. But what's more important to me in my lifetime right now, Dak Prescott, you're going to get yours. But I want to make sure that everybody can get theirs. And the only way that that can happen, if you take this hometown discount, which Dak Prescott, Dakota Rain, said he will already do, he will be willing to take that discount. If we just sign you into these parameters, that's so we can secure Amari Cooper, so we can secure Ezekiel Elliott, so we can get you another uh, offensive uh, uh, guard or what have you, whatever it may be on the offensive line, and so we can put another pairing guy on the opposite side on the defense. And we can, we can secure D-Law and Byron Jones. Let's go get on this run. Let's go make this thing happen for the next four or five years. I think Dak Prescott is the type of guy to say, you know what? I don't like the Cowboys. I love them, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I think that he is that type of guy. Cruising 26 says Dak is average. Yes, yes. To me personally, he's just above average, and he's doing his thing. He's winning games. But this is not just about all about Dak Prescott. Remember, I'm telling everyone that it takes the team to win these games. And that's the whole part of the salary cap. It's just been always crazy for the last 20 or 30 years almost now, if you look at it collectively. Now, now I do know the salary cap was introduced in 1992, 93. It was new at that point. But if you can figure out a way to craft a team, not just an individual around this thing, then we can win. But you got to put those egos in check. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's go cowboy nation man who is the carolina cowboy i see you man boise state bookends i see you too as well uh, uh this is what book thomas said who else we have over here vzp what's good jerry jones is a pimp he knows it <laughs> he is duking dak to play for the low with the kelly moores as a quarterback yeah, yeah. sarah green says uh dak does love the Cowboys, and he cares about the getting them a Super Bowl win. Yes. So Sarah Green says, hey, Dak just love the Cowboys, so it could be possible. Could be possible. Uh, who else we have over here? Uh, <clears throat> who else we have here? Dak going to get <laughs> going to ask for that house. Yeah, he might ask for the house. We don't know. But I, I would really be – I really feel bad. And, and I love Dak Prescott, but I really feel bad for the, the direction of this team if Dak Prescott say, hey, I want 30 to $33 million. That would put us so much in a hole, man. That would. L Train 45 says, hey, Big D, yeah, Dak – has a huge heart, man. Yes, he do. Donald Lewis, what's up, man? Shout out for you for tuning in to the nation, man. Really appreciate you. Uh, say fuller, run, run, pass. Yes, I agree. Run first offense, run the rock, especially when you get into the money zone, green zone. When you get to those areas, do what got you there. I, power eye formation, offset eye, pro style, 22 personnel, 23 personnel, something like that. Even 20 personnel for crying out loud. And put all the wide receivers out there that you got. And have a, a Jamez Olawale or number 45, a Rod Smith out there. I would love to see that more. You know what I mean? Kelvin Milton, man. What's up, man? Can't have three turnovers and expect the defense to bail you out every game. According to my record here, I don't think that Dak Prescott averaged three turnovers and especially think that the defense can bail him out. I don't think that that's the scenario there. But I appreciate you. I appreciate the sentiment there. QB, the king. What's up? I think Dak is going to get 
going to take 20 million to keep the team around him. Yes, that would be ideal. Like I said, 18 to 22. If it's anywhere in those parameters, that would be cool to me. Now, I can't count another man's money. I don't know what his problems is out there for what he need or trying to do, uh, 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 try to develop a cure for cancer. I don't know what his goal is, what have you, with his money. But if you if you love football, <laughs> you'll figure out a way to say to yourself, okay, how can I craft things around me to better my team and to better my legacy? And the blueprint is already there, baby. The blueprint is to get a young quarterback and win with that young quarterback before you have to pay him big money or to have your head quarterback, the, the, the legend that you have on your team, the guy that's been with your team for a long period of time, to take that young discount, a la Tom Brady. That would be the way. Uh, Shady back, Law Nation pitch, uh, pitched out them the scores. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, score prediction, basically, right? You guys put the score prediction down. I love to see that. Michael Lucas paid back 25 or below. I mean, you can argue that, you know, 25 salary clap, the salary crap, salary cap has increased. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you, maybe you can, it still would be like between 18 and 22 since the salary cap collectively increased over the, uh, for going into the next year. So you can argue that. Manster, 54, he says, give him a howl. Basically, yes, you guys know when you request it, you got it. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. you see they coming now. They coming now. One bark and the other one bark. That's what we talking about. He's not flashy. Yes, he's not. John S., what's up, man? Shout out to you, man. Thank you for tuning in. What if we were Mac What is it? What if we were Mahomes in the draft? Would you say the same thing right now, but... I don't know. You know, Pat Mahomes, when they drafted him, he's a first-round draft pick, right? So, and, and then he was like top 14 or 15 or something along those parameters. We didn't have a chance to draft him <laughs> in none of our years unless it was like he was drafted in 2016. And, and one can argue the fact that Ezekiel, would you rather have Ezekiel Elliott or Pat Mahomes? You know, you can go back to down to that situation. Both of those guys are transcending. But I, I, I would say this, and then Pat Mahomes was drafted in, uh, I believe, in 2017 and not even 16 or something like that. So we never would have a chance anyway. But this is the thing. We don't know what Pat Mahomes would do in this particular offense. We just don't know how he would look under Jason Garrett. We don't know how he would play under this particular uh, system. Uh, I, I do know that, yeah, the passes and the throws will maybe better, but we just don't know as far as the intangibles, the things that we just don't see. Think about this. There's so much different type of pressure when you're talking about playing for the Dallas Cowboys as it relates to primetime games, as it being related to always being compared to the greats before you, as well as Tony Romo. You're going to get that. And then also you're going to be compared into a whole, you're going to be thrust into a whole nother realm. You know, those missed passes, those missed throws, those fumbles or interceptions that Pat Mahomes throw will just be different. It'll be elevated in the Dallas Cowboys. It just it'll just be different. Uh, and, and I wish and I wish that I that most people can see that. But it is what it is. Right now, a lot of people just not even talking about this. I heard and I saw a lot of people saying that Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback. Got all of the things that Dak Prescott wish he had, right? But what's Kirk Cousins record? And look at Kirk Cousins uh weapons around him, surrounded around him. But the national media never pulls and brings that stuff up. And then on top of that, Kirk Cousin, 
0-4 against Dak Prescott. <laughs> it, it's, it's always fickle, man. Uh, Pat Mahomes was, has more God-given talents than him and around him. Yes, Marcus Bell, I agree. Pat Mahomes is, <laughs> is a way better passer of the ball than Dak Prescott probably would ever be. <laughs> uh, so was Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly was better than Troy Eggman in so many factors. <laughs> But who would you rather have now? You know, you know what I mean? So if you're going back in histories, and John Elway was a better thrower of the ball than Troy Aikman. You see, so it, it, the world works out in its different ways. But Jim, John Elway couldn't win a Super Bowl until they got TD. Until they put weapons, more weapons around him. You know? but, but a lot of people fail to realize that. A lot of people don't go back to those par parts of the world, you know, as far as time-wise. Uh, who else we have here? Uh, appreciate each and every last one of you guys for tuning in to this thing. I really do, man. I, hey, we, we talk about this so we can bring up these things, so we can talk about the Cowboys and as it relates to what we need to do to improve things, how we can improve and get this team better in so many factors. But the only way this thing can happen, if this right here, Dak Prescott continue to develop, the coaching staff figure out a way to get out of their crowd when we get into the red zone money zone. The defense is cool. I like what Chris Richard is doing. I like what Rob Marinelli is coaching up this front for. I love those parameters of this particular team. Now, if we look at it from the aspect of this offense, now, of course, Ezekiel Elliott, my main man, Elliott, we got to figure out a way to get him a spell back next year. We got to. I love what he's doing, but we got to have a one-two punch. I love Rod uh, Smith, but to me, they are the exact same running with the ball. He's not a good change of pace guy, but, but he's serviceable now. <laughs> he's serviceable. Uh, 55, wolf call. Yeah, I see you, man. Let me, let's give this wolf call out. But, yeah. Dak has heart. Junkyard dog. Yes, he do, man. Hey, it is what it is, man. Law, what's good? Adrian Soto, appreciate you for tuning in to the nation. What else you guys got? What else you want me to bring up? Kelvin, what's up? Hey, bro, what is your prediction for Sunday? You guys put the prediction down, and I give you mine. I, I just predict that the Cowboys would win. Now, as long as it's competitive, I, I, would, I would love to go with that. But far as, like, score-wise, I just don't really know. I just don't really know. I just predict that we will win, though. <laughs> far as score-wise, you guys put that down. Whether it be 28 to 13, whether it be 24 to 13, or whether it be uh, 24 to 20. I think that, to me, a one-dimensional team, a team that don't run the ball as well. I know they got Marlon Mack or what have you. But what I'm saying is a one-dimensional team against this particular team that we got on defense, we will win. We want them to be that. And all they got is number 85. I heard the talks of T.Y. Hilton not being out there. I just don't see them being able to put up 20 points. I just don't see it. So if I can really craft up a score, maybe we score 24. Maybe they score 10 or 13. 24-7. 17, uh, Jay Wilder. Appreciate you, man. If that happened, I'll, I will owe you beer. I'll bring you beer. 2710, them boys wins. Yes, Godfather, I appreciate you, man. See, you guys putting down. You guys not scared of the score? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, Ron Leary was our bulldozer. Williams, Xavier are the tractors. Yeah, uh, I, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. 
come on, Law, what do you think about Austin coming back? I, I really think that when you, if you can insert Austin, I think that it'll, it'll make the defense on the opposing team play honest. You can't stack the box. You can't really do the uh, the, the bracket coverage with the uh, Cole Beasley because that's what's going on with Cole. He getting bracket covered. He got the, the guy over the top and the underneath guy sticking him. So they, they, they eliminate that, and then they, they put the one-on-one onto the outside. So far, who's winning their battles on the one-on-one is Amari. <laughs> Amari Cooper for crying out loud had to tell Dak Prescott look look I'm tired of this dig route let's just go ahead and take it to the house Dak Prescott said no we got to go with what the coach is calling and he said come on man I'm gonna beat this guy and that shows that he got confidence in his offense and he can say to himself all right trust me Dak and that report and that continuity is developing to something that's just nasty and it can be even better think about it if we would had this guy all offseason won't that be nice wouldn't that be nice man uh cooper greater than hill uh far as yes cooper's as far as the short area intermediate routes cooper top 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 class hill far as that this that seam the vertical wrap their end rounds Hill is better than, than than cooper in those aspects hill is just like i said he's a created player we're talking about tyreek hill He's a created player. He's he's made up for he's from the lab of crying out loud. X Files. He's, he's just crazy. Fast and elusive, quick. He just got next gear that you can't even just I look on the field, he's like he's faster than everybody. And uh but but still give me Cooper opposed to Hill. I think that the total body of work, Cooper is better. But Hill is just a little bit faster, you know. Well, a lot of bit faster. I, I just you can't out throw him. He's like the the baby Randy Moss. You can look Randy Moss. Dante Culpepper closed his eyes and just launched the ball, and he was like, <laughs> he moused him. You know what I mean? Harry Cunningham looking like an all American star out there. Uh, Barry B. Thirty to fourteen boys. If the Cowboys can get a full of that crown instead of that hen, dog. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Man, you know Hennessy rules the nation, man. Come on, man. Can't talk about that crown. Crown make you get down too quick. You know what I mean? That hen is just smooth with it. You know what I'm talking about, though. Henny, hen, hen. He'll just fast. Yeah. But he'll do got some uh, he do got some route nuances underneath. But uh, I give me Cooper over Hill any day. Uh but 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 Hill, now if you talk about Hill versus Tavon Austin, or Hill versus a a, a Cole Beasley, or if you can only imagine Tyreek Hill and Cooper on the same team at the same place at the same time. Oh, my goodness, boy. You're talking about 40 points or 30 points a game, 30 to 40 points a game. Yes. <laughs> you can have Brad Johnson out there, and he's still getting you that. Yes, indeed. <coughs> Excuse me. Star Dak with $20 million and 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 balloon everything a year one million for five years vzp we'll see what james harden know about <laughs> cold pepper <laughs> locks mate what's up man shout out to you man <laughs> it is what it is cowboy nation one way or another let's get this thing going man uh and, and on top of that i'm eight years not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six. I'm eight years older than James Harden. So with that being said, James Harden looked like Law Nation. <laughs> I had facial hair and under arm hip hair before he knew that 
hair could grow on his body. But it is what it is. I know that he's a multi-millionaire and plays for the Houston uh, uh, Rockets or what have you. And a lot of people know him, but I'm eight years older than him. So there you go. <laughs> James Harden, <laughs> reach out to my dad, man, and see what's going on with that. Uh, Calvin Williamson, do you think, appreciate the donation to help grow the nation, man. Do you think Rico is being set up by, for a trade? Um, Rico still needs to show a little bit more. Um, I think that with Rico, um, Dallas probably be his best location um, because he's from this area. If not, he may can go down to the Houston, Texas or something like that. Somewhere locally in this area, I don't think that Rico's uh, overall skill set, although he can catch the ball out of space, we know that he's tall, vertical, he can run vertically or what have you. But I think that picking up the playbook, remember this, and people still discount this all the time. If you don't have a strong coach that can help develop and also just like a, a better throw of the ball, Dak Prescott is not the, not the wonders of the world of throwing the ball, of course. But if you have all those things, a better coaching, better, uh, uh, I guess, a better quarterback, and not just throwing Dak Prescott under the bus, then maybe Rico can blossom into something that we think. Uh, it's just the fact that playing in this system, it's a lot of trust factors. I think that with Rico, I think that this coaching staff collectively, just collectively, it's not all the way in on him. I think that they're moving more towards number 86, who's Schultz of the Worlds, and the Jarwin. Jarwin looked good the other night, 89. And, and, and trust me, I love what Rico can do, but I'm thinking that what this with this coaching staff, if you look at it from a long-term resume, the, the, the fact that Rico, he's, he's all into the mixtapes and he's all into the uh, got busted with the, uh, the, the, you know, the, the green stuff and all this stuff during the offseason. I think that that put like a real, real like, hey, should we sink in more money with the guy? Remember, Dak Prescott base salary. Rico is only getting paid six was 60,000 less than Dak Prescott. Somewhere along with those parameters. So they, they still have a lot of trust in Rico, but they, they got a big reservations on him because of his off-the-field issues and, and his total complete heart. And I don't know this man hard. I, I can only go by from what I see from far, far away. <laughs> he said, drop that beat one more time. Yes, indeed. Let's get this beat going then. You got to love the beat. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know if you got to love this beat. Yes. Garwin did good. Jarwin Garwin, yes, he did good. Yes. Cowboy Nation, let's rise up to the occasion. Let's get this thing going one way or another. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Yes. Oh, I'm getting low on my coffee, too. Mmm. <laughs> Watch how that beat drop, though. Watch how that beat drop. Bug Thomas, yes, got those headphones in. Yeah, listen. Listen to this beat, man. Watch how it go. I know y'all Who drive like this? <laughs> put that one hand up there. Yeah, put that one hand up there. Uh. Cowboy Nation, Lair, baby. Yes. Let's get this grind thing going, man. It's, it's, it's a Saturday, right? It's Saturday to most people right now who's listening into this thing. Huh. 
Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Zeke, 30 touches, 21-14 from Keenan. Yes, Rucker. Put your score prediction down. Hey, one way or another, we got to get this dub. Hey, we not going to fold up like lawn chairs. No way. We don't do that. This Cowboy Nation. Let's go ahead and dominate. Mm. As the beat hits your soul, it rattles you. It makes you feel like you just want to just, just pop up. Get up. <laughs> Grant, what's good, man? Grant friend over here on the uh, Twitch. <laughs> yes, man. 84 in the house, man. Must be born in 84. Sheila Neal. She said she about to get up and groove. Just groove with me, Sheila. Here you go. <laughs> I know you're grooving now. Riding with the Cowboys all day. Jamming, law. Yes. I know y'all jamming in y'all whips. <laughs> Drop that top down. Let everybody know, Cowboy Nation, we real on this thing. I see y'all. Uh. <laughs> John S. I ain't gonna say that. More lazy argument. Dallas fans don't like. Ah. <laughs> I ain't gonna go that far. But you already know. I, I, I see you, fam. I feel you, fam. John S. in this thing. <laughs> it's cold at it. Cold blooded. Uh. Cold blooded. <laughs> 30 to 10, Sheila Neal, yes. Don't forget to get your coffee out. Let's go, baby. Yes, Cowboy Nation, let's go. Hey, that's all the time I have for this wonderful, beautiful Saturday morning. I want you guys to continue to pump the nation. Give me 100 likes if you can. All I require and all I ask is for 100 likes if possible, if you like the content. That beat didn't hit me now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Give me a hundred likes, man. Hit that share button. Beat it down. Bust, bust him up. Bust him up that link, man. Share this thing. And then also let people know where they can find the nation. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta let everybody know. And then on top of that, share. Let everybody know where you can find me at. I got a podcast. I'm on iTunes. That's L-A-W. Nation. Join that iTunes, especially if you're driving around, being around. I don't want you to try to watch the video while you're driving, but that's why you can join the uh, podcast, what have you. And uh, did I talk about the Cowboys Experience? www.cowboysxp or cowboysexperience.com. That's where we be live talking to the Drew Pearsons of the world, the Travis Fedrick, the Joe Looney's, uh, the Michael Gallup. Maybe we can bring back Barry Church. Who knows? We're going to talk about these guys live in the flesh. We have events out here. we got a few more games left. So I really want you guys to hit that link up. Let me know if you need tickets to the game. I got you. I'm talking about tickets for the low low, for the playoff games, as well as this next game coming around the corner. The Buccaneers. I'm your brother from another mother that can get you in those seats, in those suites, and out there in the Miller Lite section. Let me know if you want to get down and get put down into those areas one way or another cowboy nation that's been my time i really thank you all for yours and remember you're listening to nothing but the bass salute i'm out peace y'all jam on out to this thing because i know i am i know i'm gonna jam out to this thing i know i am come on
Slow fever, 5-1-2, I see you, fam. Law the coach won't score, Antoine. If that happened, hit me up, man. I'm going to cash app you some stuff, man. Peace. <laughs> and that's all the time we have for today, baby, baby. Salute. We're out.